0: Ladies and gentlemen, everything's going to be fine. For this is a Fred the Elaine Productions podcast.
1: Everything is awesome. Everything <laughs> is cool when you're part of a team. Everything mm. is awesome mm. when you live mm. in a dream. Mm. Music. I- we came, we saw, we kicked its ass! Doc. Are you telling me you built a time
0: machine? Kind of a DeLorean? The way I see it, if you're gonna build a time machine into a car, why not do it some style?
1: Who is this? What's your operating number? Conversation anyway. Wait, Wait. We're going
2: to Loud noises!
1: Hello. Hello. (laughs) I'm Kendall Richardson. And I am the pre-recorded Michael Lister.
0: Yes, and you are now experiencing a podcast called Fred.
1: Yes, experiencing it through the medium of the interwebs, including YouTube, Twitch, and... (laughs) (laughs) Other. Other things. It's going to be a weird night, ladies and gentlemen. A weird night. (laughs)
0: Weird night. It's been a weird day, so yes. why not have
1: a weird night? Yeah, go on. Let's be weird. Go on. Let's be weird. <laughs> Who wants to be normal when you can be weird? Exactly. What is
0: normal, anyway?
1: <laughs> not us. Doesn't exist.
0: Not us. No. No, we do not fall under that category. That's very, very true. Okay, Don't so. give
1: me labels.
0: <laughs> Don't label me. Yeah. Just, Just because it's 2024... need a
1: label (laughs) no labels here please we're british
0: (laughs) um yes well again um fully a sensor apologies for not being able to join us it's all right she's playing Um, tennis
1: she's
0: yes yes she's (laughs) in the australian (laughs) open
1: yes yes up against pat rafter Uh, i i uh, watched the tennis i'm up to date
2: they
0: watched the tennis in 2003. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. 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 That's the best time. Yeah.
2: That's, that's a good time.
0: <laughs> oh, boys. Um, yes, so sadly, she's not here uh, this week, but uh, who knows? Maybe next week, maybe the week after. We will find out. Um, but until then, um, we are going to. Kick things off with the weekly watchings, Michael.
1: Yes?
0: What have you been watching?
1: Well, uh, unlike last week where I was just just watching <laughs> uh, recaps of uh, Critical Role, uh, cam, uh, uh, Campaign 3, um, I've sort of uh, slowed down for a bit because I wanted to watch some stuff, so um, I decided to get... No get back uh my binge uh because there was a couple of stuff that I want to watch. I watched the first three well two and a bit episodes of Ted the uh oh yeah the Seth MacFarlane Ted uh, television mm-hmm. show based on the mm-hmm. on the movie Ted that came out mm, something like 10 years ago. Um uh, yeah uh yeah it's it's fine it's, it's fine okay. it's it, Got me, it's fine. It it remind it reminded me of this is the reason why I stopped watching Family Guy. But oh <laughs> wow, well, it's it. I can't say that they're not funny jokes. It's just I laughed at half of them. Maybe I was a bit tired because I'm right. I'm I'm usually tired a lot because I need to work on my work on me um on my health uh. And I was watching it with my wife, and she says, "You're not laughing." It's like I'm, I'm, I'm watching. I'm sort of, <laughs> I'm sort of watching when I'm binging. It's like, <sighs> <sighs> I'm laughing internally. But all in all, it's it's a bit fun if you still enjoy that sort of humor. Um, and I probably need to re-watch the third one because I fell asleep in the middle of it. <laughs> so oh, good. Yeah. Well, not really.
0: No. When you're watching something exciting. you shouldn't fall asleep. Agree. No, you shouldn't.
1: Yeah, no, you shouldn't. So, I'll come back free fresh and see see what happens, but um there were there were jokes that I sort of laughed out loud, which which is a good sign. It's just it's an, it wasn't every time. Um but sure. I'll, I'll give it more of a go. Um also something that came out uh uh, is a little bit more niche and um if you're uh do you know um uh, he- hell of a boss on youtube it's sort of a but
0: seems familiar yeah it's
1: okay. a it's an animation um okay. show that, mm-hmm. that um uh has been got, uh it's pretty good animation for for indie in indie um take and mm-hmm. but they did a uh they did a um what do you call it a, a a pilot uh in 2019 called uh 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 oh what's it called hasbiz uh what's it called hasbin hotel um
0: oh yeah that's um, started airing on Amazon
1: Prime, is it? Yeah, yeah, um, and they mm. they released um, a pilot like a couple of years ago, and they got picked up mm-hmm. uh, by A twenty four, and yes yeah, and by Amazon. So uh, first four episodes, there's an eight eight episode run, but there's four mm-hmm. episodes already out, and and it's based in the same universe as Hell of a Boss. So if you if you mm, uh, it's very, it's very um, raunchy humor. Uh, it's very, it's very, um. it's very sex on tative, and it's it's based in hell, so there's very deliberate demonic sort of stu- stuff in it. It's dealing with like devils and evils, and this show yeah. is about the uh, is about Lucifer's daughter who opens up a hotel to um, uh, help the souls to get up into heaven because. Of course, hell is overpopulated, and Mm. every so often, heaven has to come down to hell to you know uh, (laughs) thin out the numbers of hell because Mm. it's overpopulated. So, so yeah, it it involves the daughter of Satan, and that's that's a bit of fun. Um, yeah, not for everyone. Uh, I, I, I wouldn't, I know Fulia likes her animation, but I don't think she would probably enjoy it <laughs> uh, and also uh being uh being very i don't know like christian dogmas or as uh, if you if you're very um hypersensitive of that i wouldn't recommend for people who 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 are like that
2: uh.
1: yeah uh yeah, a lot of sexual references, a lot of a uh, lot, lot of violence and and stuff. So, but the mu- it's a musical and it, there's a lot of oh. musical bangers in it. It's it's really good music, which is sort of surprising. Really, it's it's on par with like like um, the golden age of Disney, uh, and, oh, not, wow. and not what Disney is um, taking out. And also Keith uh, Keith David, David's in it as well. Oh, as, as a voice. And also also, what's her name? Um stupid me not knowing names. Um she's in Brooklyn nine nine. She plays
2: Uh
0: Stephanie Bittres. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I saw I saw that she was in it.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um she mm. she uh she replaced someone to do do a voice in that uh with her character. But you, uh-huh. you need like big names, you know. And yeah. it's really great because she she's also in a Disney property and she also does this as well. So that's that's mm. always a bit of fun. And and yeah, there's a lot of singing and uh singing and dancing. But yeah, and it's it's really great. I I'd probably recommend it to you if you watch the pilot first. It's on it's okay. on YouTube. Uh yeah. And Okay. I don't know. <laughs> it's sort of an I don't know if you'll like it or not.
0: All right. I, so you recommend I, I watch maybe a little bit of Hell of a Boss? Um, or should I watch the first episode of Has Been Hotel?
1: Uh, probably the pilot first, just to get an inkling of what the story is. I mean, they sort of recap it in the first episode. Uh, but it's up to you if you want to watch the pilot. But uh, uh, okay, So when
0: you say pilot, do you mean Hell of a Boss? No,
1: no, no. Has uh, been hotel. hotel. Oh, okay, There's right. a pilot episode of Has been hotel for, so it's the sort of official, unofficial pilot episode for it. Something Gosh. that got got them the uh, um, gig, basically, but uh, okay. very different. And the animation is not as you know, uh, not as schmick as uh, right as the television show, but it doesn't normally is because you know. It was it was done by people who loved the craft, and two D animation should live forever. Thank you very much.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah, and yes. that's basically it. Um, oh yes, uh, I will mention, uh, be- but I haven't finished the series yet, and I'm down uh, and I've down four episodes so far. I've watched mm-hmm. the seconds the four the first four episodes of the second season of. Uh, our flag means death. Oh, cool! Yeah, so I thought, uh, well, I'm, uh, I'll, wa- I'll watch it now, even though I'm probably going to be disappointed that it's going to be open ended. Mm. But uh, is what it is. And it is what it is. with all accounts, it's it's still good. Um, it's still it's still got that. It, it still feels like the the TV show that's from the first first season, and it picks up from the the, the first season. And it's nice. going in places that are quite bizarre, uh, being bizarre. a period piece as well as <laughs> dropping some some <laughs> some uh, modern lingo as well. Like the, this 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 ship is a spaceship. It's like no, it's a safe spaceship. Okay, safe spaceship. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's stuff like that. Which, right, which is great. I like it. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's going to be a shame when I finish it and there's not going to be any more. Yeah. Oh well. Yeah, so that's what Damn. I've been watching, as well as uh, um, uh, what we've been, what we want to watch for the popcorn culture. And yeah. I'll get more into that in the later half of the episodes. What about you? Yeah, you. <laughs> but,
0: yeah, me. <laughs> yeah, me. Uh, <laughs> yes, well, uh, I am the opposite. I not have a lot of time this week to watch much oh, there um, you go. so yeah so I've only got a couple of things to mention I will start off uh, by saying I finished the curse ah um, yes um, so that's, that's done and I was not prepared for the way it ended it was fantastic <laughs> and I'm not going to say what happened because I didn't I yeah I didn't know like I saw on Instagram like like the day before I watched it I think um, uh, like something about the finale but didn't say what happened it was just like holy shit what a episode sort of a thing mm-hmm. like implying that something went down I was like what the hell could have happened um, so and and yeah I wouldn't have guessed this so yeah. I I really hope you watch the show Mike sure I think you'll, I think you'll enjoy it if anything just cuz i would love to discuss the ending
1: <laughs> Oh, that's right it did, did remind me of bonkers. something that i did watch uh, this week oh yeah yeah uh well it was actually last night actually uh, i watched yeah. uh uh saltburn you watched saltburn yeah
0: oh what did you think
1: hmm <laughs> it's kind of sta- <laughs> It's one of those it's stay with you. Well, it's going to stay with me and as well as uh it's hard to describe without spoiling it. And I went into it yeah. like without anything. I just I just know it's a couple of guys that go to a, go to one of the guys' family's manor and and yes. stuff happens. Um yeah, uh I think just leave it at that. And yeah, and yeah. Have you seen it? G-
0: yeah yeah I saw it at the cinema oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. i like i I, <laughs> I like I liked it a lot but then again I kind of like these twisty messed up yeah quirky movies um i i thought i thought fucking rosamond Pike is is outstanding in it uh, as uh the mum hm uh F- Felix's mum she's great. But there's this one there's this one part of the movie that made like made me lose my shit. Um when so you know how Carrie Mulligan's in it for like five seconds, she plays the friend with the red hair. Yeah, yeah. And who who can't take the hint. Um, and that <laughs> there's I can't remember what the what Rosamond Pike's character says something about not liking she doesn't like this or something or something. I can't remember what the comment is or like, I hate it or whatever. And then Carrie Mulligan's character, the camera just cuts to her and she just goes,
2: Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> just
0: the delivery was just perfect. Anyway, it's just a small yeah. moment from that movie, but yeah, it's, it's a crazy, crazy story. Yeah. Um, the movie that, barric- the
1: movie doesn't really start until they get the soul burn
0: no correct yeah yeah you think like you think it's going to be one movie and then once they get to saltburn and it keeps and on changing really yeah it changes and changes and changes and it's like
1: what yeah, is this fucking, movie where is it going
0: yeah mm-hmm. so, yeah i know i didn't uh didn't expect most of it and then and then um, the bar
1: and then the bath scene is like oh we're we'll doing okay okay Mm. yep okay
0: yeah the infamous the infamous bathroom scene now everyone knows and there's also the infamous graveyard scene and infamous infamous uh murder on the dance floor scene at the end
1: yeah it was actually it was actually a couple of days ago it's like that i'm starting to sing that for no apparent reason why <laughs> it's in the zeitgeist at, at the moment why why okay
0: uh <laughs> yeah this this is why, um, yeah. This is why. Uh, uh, yeah, Barry Keoghan gave a great performance mm. as Oliver. Yeah, he was fantastic. I oh, that really... graveside scene. Yeah, yeah, that grave scene. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about.
1: Yeah, I, I, I was thinking the vampire scene.
0: Oh, yeah, it is that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh uh, man, what a movie! I loved it. I've seen it twice. <laughs> <laughs> You've seen it twice.
1: Yeah, so twice. Yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm still st- deciding on it.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's
1: fair. It's it's one of those movies that it's like, it's it's a unique film, and I like that.
0: Yes. As yeah, it, yeah, I agree.
1: And and uh, representative, we, uh, like in in four four by three, which is great, and mm. mm-hmm. and just it, yeah, it just sits with you, and and stuff is just happening. It's great. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm glad that I watched it. Will I watch it again? (sighs) Possibly. I don't. I don't see any reason to watch it Mm -hmm. because it's not really a film that you introduce to someone. It's one of those you need to find it for yourself. I think it's going to be one of one of those movies. It's like, have you seen Saltburn? It's like, no, I haven't. I'll just leave it at that. I won't. I won't say what sort of movie it is. It's no. it, it sits with you, so, and then yeah,
0: it does. It does. I I like. I also liked that it was set during the mid two thousands.
1: Yeah, um, I, I can That that was quite interesting. Hmm. I don't see yeah. why. Maybe, maybe just to say, well, there's no mobile phones or anything like that. No, no real, you know, on the internet sort of stuff. Otherwise, no,
0: no. St- Yeah, maybe. Um, Yeah, it was cool. I'm glad you watched it.
1: Yeah, it well, it was it was on it was on the Prime, and I was it is on the Prime. I was on Prime already. I thought, you know what? It's time. It's time to watch something new, and different, and unusual.
0: Yes. And definitely tick those boxes, and very sexual. Yes. It's like indeed.
1: mm -mm. It's a good thing. It's one of those movies that I'm glad I'm thirty. Because I, I wouldn't really understand it being being younger. Yeah, you
0: know, yeah. It's yeah.
1: Like, yeah. and our generation. It's like yeah. It's like <laughs> someone someone said. Someone said it's like it's like um, what's your what's your what's your review for Soulburn? It's like yeah, it's alright. I mean, our generation. I can understand like boomers are going. Oh, I'm very verklempt. It's like it's very, it's very, you know. It's like, well, you know, we're 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 brought up on like two girls, one cup. Yeah. So, so. unfortunately, <laughs> it's not. It's it's something that we, you know, we we've seen worse. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. It's like yeah,
1: we've seen we've seen some shit. Yeah. Mm. Literally. <laughs> mm. Why well, there wasn't. Mm.
0: Anyway, um, so yes, The Curse was great, and I'm glad you like Saltburn. Um, yeah. <laughs> or you, I'm glad you watched Saltburn. Yeah. Um, yes. Uh, yeah. And then the other thing that I, I have to mention um, is that I started watching uh, a, a mini series called Love and Death, um, which stars Elizabeth Olsen um, and it's uh actually based on a true story or, uh, which uh, there was also another uh mini series done on this uh, in 2022 um so this is the story of um candy montgomery being accused of murdering uh, her friend betty yeah. gore in, in 1980 um so, we did yeah, the so for uh, this so we did, yes. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So it's been out for a little, a little while. hadn't gotten around to it yet, and because I only watched um, the previous adaptation of the of the story uh, was Candy, and that's on Disney Plus. That starred Jessica Biel as Candy. Um, and I only watched that um, earlier. 2023 i think so i think i was like no i'm gonna just take some time between the two don't watch them back back to back so i can like compare them less i guess but mm-hmm. i'm watching it and i'm, I'm just all i'm can do, doing is comparing um yeah. but yeah so this has got yeah elizabeth olsen in the lead role and um yeah i can see a lot of similarities they've taken a, a slightly different approach to um to the story um but you know it it's the same story, otherwise, um, and the cast is very good, and yeah, it's um yeah it's really really well made put together um, show. So I'm looking forward to finishing it. I've only seen the first two episodes, so there's seven all up for this one. Um, so yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing how they portray um the you know Betty's murder and um how guilty or not guilty Candy is. Because <laughs> she was found not she was found not guilty, but um, it kind of it's a, up in the air as to whether or not she actually did oh, kill yeah. Betty. So um, yeah, and they made Jessica Biel's candy was very she was a little insane, <laughs> um, but so far Elizabeth Olsen's candy has some similarities. Um, but it isn't coming across as unhinged just yet. So we'll see what happens when they start getting up to the the, the murder and the, uh, the aftermath of that. So, But, yeah, it's I'm enjoying it so far. It is good. Uh, it is good. And then, yeah, that's it. That's all I've had time to watch this week. So um, we're done, and that means it's time to get into the week that
1: was in the nerdy news. In the nerdy news. Mm-hmm. This is the news in nerdy news. The nerds that talk about the nerdy news. That is us who talk about the news that is nerdy. That is us. And now the queen of nerdydom. Mm-hmm. The hostess with most stairs. Kendall Richardson. Take it away, Kendall.
2: Right.
0: It's nerdy news time. Okay. Let's. Get into it. We don't really have a lot of news. There wasn't a lot of news this week, um, so we're not going to be here for very long. But we're going to kick things off with some Stranger Things news from last week that we didn't get to talk about because season five, the final season, has commenced production. Finally, um, there's been a lot of photos shared from the set of certain cast members um, posing for photos. There was a lovely group shot of everyone together. Um, which was really great, and a lot of people noticed that there was one person missing um, from the group photo, uh, and that was the character of Argyle, hmm. um, who was introduced in season four, portrayed by Eduardo Franco, um, who I thought was, you know, received pretty prop- like decently. who seemed pretty popular online. Um, obviously not Eddie Munson levels, but mm. you know people people seem to really enjoy him, and I thought he was a great addition to the cast. Um, but unfortunately, he's not returning for the final season. Um, so the actor um, Eduardo, he actually said um, that he never got a phone call yeah. from Netflix or the or the Duffer Brothers. So uh, he yeah he's just not in the story. So whether or not that means he's just we just never see him again. Like, I can't even remember where he was at the end of season four. Now, I don't know if he was with everyone when they were standing on top of the hill looking down. I don't think he was no. there. I'm not sure. He
1: probably went back but... to California.
0: Yes, I imagine. Actually, that's probably a good point. He doesn't even live in Hawkins, so that makes a lot of sense. Um, Still. That's why he wouldn't be there. But it was really sweet, though, to hear um, uh, Eduardo talk about it because he was like, he said about it, and it's nice to hear that there's some concern mm. um, for, his char- for his character. People seem to be a bit sad that he wasn't um, going to be in the last season. So, yeah. So, thanks Argyle. You were great. Um, sad you're not coming back, but as we've just kind of discussed briefly, it makes sense um, why now, because I forgot that he wasn't from Hawkins. Yeah. So, there you go.
2: Narratively. Um,
0: yeah. yeah. Narratively, it makes a lot of sense. Um Yeah. Mike, any any thoughts on on this? I know you're excited for the last season. Um, <sighs> what what do you think about Argyle?
1: Am I excited for the fifth season? Are you? Mm, recent events, <laughs> recent events yeah. have sort of dampened that sort of um, excitement, but mm, yeah. But with the Argyle stuff, it sort of sucks that there, there there wasn't like a reach out. It's like, well, we we don't need you this time, and it kind of sucks. Yeah, it, it was it was good. He was it was fun. He was. But yeah, but narratively you can't really do really much if uh, if the buy well if the buyers are going, coming back to Hawkins or whatever they do. I mean, there is a time jump that they said that's going to happen in between. In between mm. four and five, Um, mm-hmm. and we joke it's going to be going to be set in in nineteen ninety three, and 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 Dustin is going to wear a, a Jurassic Park t shirt, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I don't want, I don't want to get into why I'm, I'm I'm a bit of a downer when it comes to Stranger Things season five, but a lot, but yeah, it's shame. Shame, really, but meh, 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 meh.
0: <laughs> okay, I'm sorry you're you're uh, you're not feeling it. Um, yeah, I don't really. I'm sure I'm sure something's happened that I have no idea what's going on, but um, okay, I'm
1: <laughs> it, excited. It's it's it, it's it, uh, yeah. Recent events sort of happened and yeah there's there's a lot there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of hullabaloo in, involving two particular actors that are that are in stranger things and a lot of people are saying well we we can't support this if if you give them a job and you not giving our a job so yeah anyway
0: well mm. well we won't get into it we'll leave it at that
1: now just just i wish i could live ignorant but it's it's me i need to be involved sucks it sucks i don't want real stuff to to encroach my entertainment anyway
0: no we don't want that we hate that yeah not not a good time okay well let's move on to our next piece of news um this is my favorite news item this week
2: um
0: and I figured I figured it was an inevitable um, thing to happen because uh, uh, who is adapting it? It's going to be an adaptation um, of the video game Until Dawn. Yeah,
2: um,
0: that is, uh, you know, that it was developed by Supermassive Games back in 2015. Um, Sony Pictures has picked up the rights, and they have tapped. David F. Sandberg to direct um, this movie, which makes me very happy, and not obviously because he's the director of both the Shazam movies. Yeah. it's because it's because Mike. Yeah. he got his he got his start directing horror on YouTube um, and on YouTube exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, um, so. Yes, so for those who don't know, yes, he's the director of Lights Out, um, which was a short film on YouTube um, probably 10 years ago. Yeah, something like that. now. Um, and it was adapted into a feature film um, in 2016, I'm pretty sure, starring Australia's Teresa Palmer. And it was a very good horror film. It's such a great concept. If you love horror um, and you love kind of you know, new and fresh sort of takes on horror, I recommend you check it out. Um, so he directed that, and then he went on to direct Annabelle Creation, yeah. uh, one of the Annabelle films, which I heard was quite good. I haven't seen that one. Um, but, yeah, I'm really happy he's going to be directing Until Dawn. Uh, Until Dawn is a game that I've actually played from start to finish. Oh, there you go. Um, I know. There's not many games I can say that about. <laughs> <laughs> what
1: about Frogger? Have you played Frogger?
0: Yeah, have I played Frogger? No. Um, but uh, But, yeah, basically, Until Dawn... It's going to be really interesting to see how they adapt this because for those who don't know as well, Until Dawn is a choose-your-own-adventure game. (laughs) Um, It's the whole kind of overarching premise is uh, to do with the butterfly effect uh, and the choices... Yes, and the choices you make and what they can lead to. So, um, yeah, certain choices you make in the game while you're playing will determine which characters live and die, story how tree. they die if they do, yeah. if you get out of there, if everyone, you know, it's just, yeah. So there's multiple ways for the story to end. Um, so, uh, yeah, so it's, so it's to see how it's going to unfold in terms of w- which one of those many stories are they going to adapt um, or how they're going to bring that to life, bring that together. um, I'm really excited to see it. Um, I can't wait for this. And then the other question, of course, is um, who are going to play the cast of characters? Because um, this was also one of the first games to use um, mocap, actual uh, actors doing the mocap performances, and the characters in the uh, game they're Based on their likenesses as well, so it's not just a matter of like you know, Tro- uh, Troy Baker being Joel and how Joel looks nothing like Troy Baker. It's <laughs> no, no, these it's yeah, it's these characters are modeled after the real life actors. Um, um can, so
1: I, the, can I throw a little tidbit yes? in in this because you mentioned Please. Troy Baker? Um, there's going yes. to be a uh, an Indiana Jones uh, uh, thing, yes, and uh, you know that. Mm-hmm. And, I do. Yeah, I do. Troy Baker is ga- going to be Harrison Ford.
0: I know, which feels very appropriate <laughs> to me. After after um,
1: seeing Joel, well, hearing Joel.
0: Yeah, well, that and like you know, he he was wasn't Troy Baker the voice of Nathan Drake as well? No. Or was that or was that Nolan North?
1: That's Nolan North.
0: I get them confused all the time. I don't know. <laughs> that, anyway.
1: Well, they work together like quite a lot
0: um yeah they're both very recognizable and voice
1: uh, and uh, i get confused and and troy is is uh, is the is one of, one of the jokers as well so he does a joker
0: yes yes,
1: and he does this a terrific jeff Goldblum Troy baker yeah
0: okay i'm gonna to to <laughs> check that out when we get off this oh oh
1: oh, um, oh. <laughs> in a in a um con like panel thing it's called twisted uh twisted tunes and they uh oh, and I they do twisted a script tunes. yeah and they do a script read through of whatever show and they throw out like different voices and one one of them is, is Troy doing uh, uh, uh Jeff Goldblum <laughs> it's like a spot on spot on impression of jeff goblin anyway uh, uh, until until we meet again
0: until dawn until 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 dawn yes so the only only thing i wanted to dawn another day the only thing i wanted to say was is about the cast is because um most of the cast is made up of names that i you know i don't know i don't recognize but however there are some names in here that um are notable um so uh, Brett Dalton from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., I could imagine them getting him back um, for this character. Uh, Peter Stormare is a central character to this. He's kind of like the narrator character, if you will. Um, he's really interesting. Um, and then uh, you got Hayden Panettiere, plays the main character uh, of the story. Um, but the biggest name in this lineup is Oscar-winning actor Rami Malek. Oh. Um, yes, this he Mr. did this. Mister Robot just, himself. Mister Robot himself. Yeah, I think he did this just before Mister Robot took off. Yeah. So um, he he was still only really known for Nightmare at the Nightmare at the Museum. Ha. Night at the Museum. Um, <laughs> and oh, that's fun. <laughs> That's funny. I there's a the, there is something I I could have mentioned in the weekly watching. I forgot. I'll save it for later. So nice. Um, um. But yes, Rami Malek, yeah, is in this. So I, I for some reason I can't see him coming back. But if you know he has a love for the character and the story, I guess he could return if his schedule allows. Who knows?
1: I'm sure he'd be um, on the top of the list. It's yeah. Like, hey, you want to do this? And now nah, scheduling. It's like okay.
0: I think the only thing that will stop. Um, a lot of these actors from coming back would probably be because it's been ten years, um, and it's about a group of young people. Like you know, they're early twenties, so they probably won't cast the the actors again because they're going to be you know in their thirties now. So, but who knows? I'm just speculating. Yeah. I'm just really, I'm just really, really, really excited because the game is like it's a great mix of slasher and supernatural horror s- yeah. stuff. Like, it's, it's it's really, really cool. I, I highly recommend... It's not a long game either, so you can knock it out... You could knock it out in a day, probably. Um, if you... You know, or less. Like a movie. If you just sat... <laughs> like a movie, exactly. It, it's... Yeah, there's a lot of cutscenes, So, like, if you're not a big gamer, like myself, which is why I played it, because A, I love horror, and B, I'm not a huge gamer. Um, so, there wasn't a lot of time <laughs> I got of me to do. needing to commit. Yeah. yeah, so I... So, it was just, like, watching a... Like, playing a game or playing a movie sort of thing that you you know but anyway i'm just rambling now um Mike, did you know about until dawn and are you interested in checking this out
1: didn't know the game um cool that david is uh has got a job uh it's a shame it's not going to be Shazam 3 yeah. um cuz all the yeah. accounts I, I heard it was great and
0: yeah, uh, well yeah Shazam 2 was all right it was yeah. it was all right
1: but you know the fate of that uh, universe is set sailed, but who knows? I don't know that po- that post-credit. Well, like I've seen it, but the post credit scene at the mm-hmm. end of second of the second one, where where they're sort of recruiting him for for uh, Peacekeeper yeah. uh, Two, maybe. Oh, yeah. Sort of, not really. Whatever. What happens? Whatever. Don't know. Don't know. <laughs> Even if it's a cameo, I mean they did. No, I mean, The Flash and and, uh, and uh, fucking Aquaman did a cameo in Peacemaker. So... And there's going to be a sec- second one running around. So cool. Yeah, eventually. Yeah. Um, I reckon uh, even if they're not going to play the original characters, they probably do a w- wink and a nod and have them in it somewhere, maybe. I don't know. Mm. I don't know. It's awesome mm-hmm. material. I'm just thinking of uh, Last of Us, where they where they got Troy and and uh, and Allison. Ashley Johnson, Ashley Johnson,
2: Ashley. Yeah. Mm. Yeah.
1: Just mm. playing like little little roles, little roles. Yeah. Yeah, that'd <laughs> be good. Where, yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I might watch this one. Even I don't know anything about it. I might go into it like fresh sheep, freshy sheep, she sheep, like a sheep. It's like, like meh. A sheep. What's this? And no Ooh. doubt, uh, I wonder if they. I wonder if he's going to put in the uh, Abigail doll in this somewhere. The
0: Annabelle doll, yeah.
1: yeah. He did for Shazam, so maybe it's a running thing for him. It's gonna. It's gonna be maybe. The, yeah, it's gonna be the Oldsmobile, like for Sam Raimi, <laughs> like somewhere, somewhere, somewhere. It's got that cream colored, cream colored car somewhere. <laughs>
0: yeah, just hiding in the background. All yeah. Or floating R-R-R-I-T. in
1: midair in in, <laughs> in Doctor Strange. It's like, ah, <laughs> yeah, I know that reference. I know that reference. That, I understand. That's Uncle that Ben's car. <laughs> that's Ash's car. No, it's Uncle Ben's yeah. car. <laughs>
0: okay. Yes. Thank you. That was that was that was great. Um so sure. uh, we've got one one more thing to talk about, speaking of shows. Um the Emmys happened. Oh. Um, this week. We also had the Critics Choice Awards, but I'm not really gonna talk about them. The only thing about them that I would have to mention, um, apart from the winners if I could be bothered, um, was the fact that um Pedro Pascal presented an award, and he he made a joke about Kieran Culkin bashing him up, and that's why he's wearing a sling.
1: He beat the shit out of him. He's <laughs>
0: yeah. like,
1: yes, I love fake drama.
0: I know. <laughs> it was so good because, like, the camera just showed Kieran's face, and he's just deadpan, like, glaring, and then, like, he the camera cuts back, and then he just loses his shit. It was yeah. so funny. Oh, I love I love them so much. Um. Yes. But don't put them in um, a movie together. It'll ruin the magic. It'll ruin the magic. Don't ruin it. Uh, Yeah, so the Emmys happened the day after the Critics' Choice Awards. uh, And so, uh, yeah, uh, basically the two biggest shows of the night, uh, no surprises, were Succession and The Bear. Uh, Both shows won six awards each. Um, Sarah Snook, once again, represent for Australia. She took home lead... Actress in a Drama Series. Uh, very, very happy to see her have that success. Um, it's wonderful. Um, and, yeah, of course, Succession won for uh, Best Drama Series, for Best Actor, Supporting Actor in a Drama, uh, and then Writing and Directing. Um, the Bear had a similar thing, swept in all the acting categories. Uh, One for uh, Lead Actor, Supporting Actor, and Supporting Actress. Uh, best comedy series, directing for a comedy series, and writing. So yeah, took still, home, they both.
1: They, yeah, I'm still not sure. Rift took about home that. the same. About the bear. Uh, yeah, calling it a comedy. I mean, yeah. yeah see. But.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I, I, based on what I'd heard, I like, I, I figured there was like com- comedic elements to it, but it sounded more like a drama to me.
1: Yeah, it's very well. Devil's advocate. It's very dry humor. Hmm. Um, I have seen the first uh, season I still need to see the second and okay. want to see the second really, really want to see the second uh, but there's stuff in the road uh, like my One Piece I, I need to finish One Piece before I get to the, <laughs> all, of get to the yeah, uh, all of One Piece but, uh, yeah, all of One Piece yeah I'm, I'm still not sure to classify it as a comedy 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 yeah. yeah. Sure. But no, that's okay. Well done to him. I mean it's a phenomenal yeah. show.
0: Yeah, I really want to watch it. I need to I really need to once I've done Love and Death and I'm, you know, between the uh you know, thing we're going to talk about later, <laughs> um cons- considering I'll be pacing those out now, um I'll have more time to maybe watch some other shows. So Succession and The Bear need to I need to get to them. I might start with The Bear cuz there's less of that um, yeah. To get through,
1: but since se- but su- 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 succession, succession, su- su- <laughs> but succession is finished. so
0: Yes, that's true. Yeah, that's true, and that was four seasons. Um, yeah. Uh, the other show that won big, um, was Beef. Um, sort of a no, a no surprise there as well. It won um best anthology series, and it won. Lead actor and actress and directing and writing for a limited or anthology series. Um, yeah. So just great. So a bunch of shows that we love and talk about were nominated like house of the dragon and Andor and, mm-hmm. um, Ted Lasso Wednesday, Obi-Wan Kenobi was up for a limited anthology series. Who knows why? Um, <laughs> But um. But yeah. Is it going to be a Kenobi
1: two? Is it? You (laughs) think? No, no, limited.
0: Limited. No, it was. It was in limited series. So
1: no, Mm -hmm. no, no, no. Oh, okay. So Mm. limited episodes. Okay. Yes, limited series. Yes,
0: mini series essentially. A mini. That's what that means.
1: Six seasons in a movie.
0: Six seasons in a movie. Anyway. Uh. Yeah. So, that's the Emmys. Uh, Mike, I'm assuming you have nothing further to add.
1: Didn't really watch it, like, like I, I saw the uh, Pascal and Colquin feud because I, I'm, I just love that shit. Uh, just stuff to not make it serious. It's, it's great. I, I, I love that shit. It's my bread and butter. Um, I will say the, the. <laughs> I I love the sort of controversy, not real real controversy of uh, uh, just Ken winning over the uh, Billy. Yeah, Irish. but that was
0: the that was the Critics' Choice.
1: Mm. And yeah. he, and even Warren Gosling was going, "What the fuck?"
0: Yeah, I I couldn't tell if he was being funny or being serious.
1: I think being serious because th- that that song is a piss take. It's not ne- necessarily to. To be a serious piece of, I, I'm yeah. just me. I'm just no. It's it's a national anthem for incels. It's it's <laughs> not it's not a good message. Uh, but you, but uh, the uh, when will the is a lot better and more heartfelt and just punch you in the gut sort sort of thing. Mm-hmm. But just can one? It's like mm-hmm, okay. That that's just me, and yeah, the rest of that's the world.
0: <laughs> and the rest of the world. Yes. Yeah. It's
1: me against the world. Uh-huh. <laughs> knock knock. Hey Satan, it's me, Michael. Roll for dexterity, bitch.
0: Um. <laughs> <laughs> and on that fabulous note. Yeah, I can uh, fight brings- the devil. <laughs> That brings the nerdy news to an end. Pretty yes, much fiddle.
1: Done. <laughs> Done. Done and dusted.
0: Yes, which means it's time to roll on up to the trailer park.
1: Rolling up to the trailer park where we all park all the trailers. He had a Yes. Okay.
0: Trailer park time. And our first trailer this week is an upcoming Netflix film called *Spaceman*. Spaceman. Um, star- I
1: always
0: wanted you to go. <laughs> that is a story back to my childhood. My God.
1: Oh yeah, nostalgia.
0: Nostalgia in the face. Um, yes, yeah, so this is this is a Netflix film starring Adam Sandler and Carrie Mulligan. Um, and it's this might actually be, and I haven't seen Uncut Gems yet, but this might be the actual, like, first okay, and not including funny people because I couldn't get through it. The first serious Adam Sandler movie I will watch. Oh, that I have an interest in watching, (laughs) or that I will watch all the way through. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Um, yes, because it's. I mean, I feel like I'm contract- contractually obligated to at this point because it's about space and, and astronauts, and I love that shit. But, um, huh? But yeah, I know there's a there's a big fucking but here though. I w- yeah, <laughs> I'll get to that. I'll get to that. Um, no, but this looks really interesting. Like, I, I mean, I know there's been a lot of movies over the years, of course, about you know the the lone astronauts in space. How do they persevere? How do they survive? Um, what do they go through? what are their trials? What are their, you know, what what struggles do they have? Um, You know, dramas happening on earth and they're in space and all this. Um, So, you know, it looks like a pretty serious movie, like heavy in terms of the subject matter, Um, but also really nice in terms of like the, the kind of surrealism that's going on here because I don't know why they had to make it look like this, but either Adam Sandler has a his character has a break like a mental break and just starts seeing this thing or it's an actual alien that's projected itself into the ship who I don't know. I don't know, the movie leaves it ambiguous. I'm open to whatever. It's a it's a film about space. I'll take it.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But for some reason the entity is in the shape of a giant spider. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Hanos.
1: His <laughs> name is Hanos.
0: Oh, Fulia, well, yeah. I'm glad you're not watching uh, this trailer because I was just like, I was like, okay, no, like close up on the face is fine because, like, you kind of look cute, just the face with the
1: eyes. And yeah, it's like face. that baby spider uh, from yeah. YouTube. Yeah, the little jumping, I you know, mean, spider thing. I'm not scary. And it's voice but by like, Paul Dano, so hello. Is it?
0: Is that who it is? I was going to look it up. Yeah, it it's is Paul Dano. <laughs> oh goddammit. it! Now I'm now I have to watch it. Hello, Paul Dano voicing an imaginary spider. Oh,
2: Maybe potentially,
1: imaginary.
0: potentially imaginary. It could be Will. It could very well be real, but yeah, I, like why is I don't know why it's in the form of a spider. <laughs> um, I doubt it'll get explained. But anyway, it's directed by Johan Renk, who worked on Chernobyl, um, so he's got a, an eye for um, for capturing wonders uh, and horrors at the same time, um, and you kind of see that in the trailer. It's very visually stimulating. It's a very well edited trailer. It shows a lot without showing too much because I'm still scratching my head going, what's going on here? So I think that's a good a, a good sign, especially for a Netflix trailer because Netflix trailers especially are notorious for throwing the whole movie in. So I'm glad they haven't really done that here. They kind of have, but yeah. not in a way that it's an- annoyed me. So um, I'm actually keen to check this out. So hopefully it's as good as it looks. Fingers crossed. Um, Mike, what did you make of it?
1: um yeah i I wasn't quite sure what what we were getting into um like adam sandler space man uh could go either way but it went (laughs) it went down him like doing uh, adventuring into like a, a different genre of of movie that he he actually can do like i yeah, like I've watched funny people. I deliberately watched funny people, not accidentally, and I didn't mm. mind it as much. Uh, I, uh, yeah, uh, it, the too many endings, uh, like Return of the King. Oh, um, uh, <laughs> great! <laughs> nah, I, 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 love those films, and I've been, I've been meaning yes. to get the uh, theatrical versions on DVD because I don't think my kids can sit through four hours of. Each movie. Yeah. Um, That's true Just to introduce them to it's like, this is is Lord of the Rings. This is fantasy. This is fantasy genre. Yes. Yes. This is the Dune of science fiction.
0: This is the Dune of fantasy, you mean? Yes.
1: Yes. Well, yes. Every every science fiction stuff uh, wallows in compare of Dune. Yes. Because every science fiction comes from Dune.
0: Yes, just like every fantasy comes from Lord of the
1: Rings. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah ah. Yes. Uh, what were we talking about? Yes. Um, yeah, I like the ambiguity of uh, what's what's going on, uh, of uh, being alone in space, last last person in space, uh, mm-hmm. been set out uh, to, uh, and isolation, um, and just a mind not coping whatsoever. Uh, and it's Adam Sandler. Uh, is he <laughs> is he going to do is he going to do the Adam Sandler voice you, you, you. <laughs> while he's in space? I doubt it. But
0: <laughs> I doubt it too.
1: Yeah, and I've been meaning to watch Uncut Gems as well. I, I think it's mm. I think it's on par with um, probably Salt Burn. Of I don't know anything about it. I just know it's it's very different take of what adam sandler is known for but i did enjoy uh, funny people uh, as well as elements of click as well i actually quite like click for adventuring into something that's completely different to the happy madison sort of stuff that he does um yeah yeah Enjoyable, so I can't wait to maybe dive into it and maybe talk about it with you. Uh, if you yeah. if you enjoy the 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 spider aspect of spider, uh, of uh. cute little spider. Well, not little, but cute spider. Saying hi, hey, I'm hey. Paul Dano.
0: I'm Paul Dano. I do I am a spider.
1: <laughs> I am a spider
0: an Academy Award nominated actor Paul Dano, and yeah. I'm a spider.
1: I'm the Riddler. <laughs> I'm the Riddler. And Riddler, I am, uh, I'm Steven Spielberg's dad. Yeah. I'm. A, yeah. Anyway, so when does uh, this come out? Uh, first of March.
0: Yes, first of March. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> First of March on Netflix. Yes, only uh, a month and a half to wait.
1: Yeah, um, or if you're at the Berlin International Film Festival on February, I got the weekend in February. Out. Yeah, lovely. I got the weekend. Yeah. Great. I don't know that off the top of my head. Everything is an illusion, just like the spider. Everything.
0: Just like the spider. Spider.
1: Excuse me. Spider.
0: Um. Well all right, uh, next trailer um, our second one for this week um, is uh, completely different to what we just talked about and this is for a, a series um, that's going to be on Apple TV plus it's called the New Look and it is based on the um, you know story of how France sort of became a fashion capital. Paris especially, the fashion capital of the world, um, with the likes of Christian Dior and Coco Chanel and, uh, you know, f- fronting that, um, you know, rise uh, following the end of the Second World War. Um, so it looks like it's a, you know, it's, a, it's obviously a historical um, fiction, um, you know, it's going to be a dramatization of, of real events and um, I, I, and maybe even balancing, like, you know, things that happened during the war and the, 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 the after effects of the war um, on the landscape. And it's not just about fashion and how hmm. these, these um, you know, designers came to you know, be or whatnot. Um, so it could provide an interesting scope, um, an interesting look, a new look, <laughs> if you will. <laughs> uh, see myself out for that one. Um, but... I am um, the coolest thing that has me interested. Apart from that sort of premise, is the fact that Ben Mendelsohn is playing Christian Dior. Wait, um, wait!
1: He's not French. He's not French. He's no. not French. He no. he's American. No, uh, no, no, no. He's Australian, mate. <laughs> you're not gonna You're not gonna call the You're not You're not gonna call the Keon Serge, are you, man? <laughs> <laughs> The police okay. You're not gonna call the police yeah?
0: That's 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 Italian, but that's fine.
1: you nah, Europe.
0: You're not gonna <laughs> Europe.
1: What well, I'm trash. Shut up.
0: I was, I was, I was great. You're not gonna call the concierge, are you, mate? Mm. <laughs> Fucking gold. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Mendo, we love you. Um. Yeah. So he's gonna. He actually has. You know. He's not doing a. I, he's not doing that thing that I hate where you get everyone that's foreign is just doing British accents. It's they're all doing French accents. So even Ben Mendelsohn. Yeah. You know. Uh Aussie as they come in terms of his his voice. Uh yeah, French. So yeah. I think that's great. Um it looks it looks really good. You got Juliette Binoche's playing uh Coco Chanel. Um so that's really cool. She's very talented. And uh yeah, I I don't know if I'll check it out or not. It didn't grab me like uh, it made me go, "Ooh, I need to watch this." Um, but I I may I may give it a look at some point. Who knows? Um, I do love my historical dramas like this, true yeah. story stuff. Um, but it looks it looks very good. It looks very well made. So and it was a nice trailer. Yeah, I will say that.
2: Mm.
0: Yeah, what did you think, Mike?
1: Good companion piece with uh, with uh, Gucci. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah and speaking of gucci uh a lot of big hitters in this as well because you've got Maisie, uh Maisie williams and john malkovich and, and glenn close yes. as well so that's right it's a star-studded cast and a couple of a couple of french actors as well so always good always good always good to to hire locally by getting an Australian to do a French guy. <laughs> Sean Valjean. Yeah. You know. You know. Yeah. You know, Lame is they're all Australian. It's weird. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. Right.
2: Oh, 1.
1: Yeah. So yeah. and that's my knowledge of French. Out of here. Um it looks really good. Uh it does fall into the category of I don't have Apple T V plus, so I'm not sure if I'll watch it or ever will watch it. I don't know. Um, if it makes a big splash, it's a, it's a possible maybe. Just like Ted Lasso. It's probably the, it's probably the only hmm. Apple TV thing that I've seen. Yeah. Which, you know, it's all good. So yeah, this comes out on Apple TV+. Plus. What's the date, me fellow co-host?
0: Um, the new look is going to be debuting on Apple TV Plus on the thirteenth of February.
1: Yeah, and then yeah. having a look here, not all at once. It's like the first three Sorry. episodes, and then systematically each week after that.
0: Yes, yes,
1: just yes, a, yes. Just to yeah. wep- just to whip your appetite. Hey, uh an Entree, as you will,
0: entree. Yes, that's yes. French, isn't it? That is French.
1: Well hey, hey. hey. I, I know, I know, I know French words, it's, you know, French
0: words and stuff.
1: Yeah, it's my je ne say quoi, as they say.
0: We, <laughs> oui.
1: uh, no, I, I don't need to.
0: <laughs> okay. We've got one more trailer to talk about, yes. uh, and that was uh, a teaser for another series. Um, this one on Netflix, back to the flicks. Um, it, this is for The Gentleman. Um, it's a spin off series of the 2019 Guy Ritchie movie um, that I still haven't watched, but I heard hmm. was very good. Um, and yeah, this one is going to be a, yeah, series, it's set in the same world, going to be connected, I'm assuming, in some form to the other characters, the other story. Um, yeah, it, it looks, it looks good. It looks very Guy Ritchie. Um, you know, it feels very in the vein of the, of what I know of the film that it's based on. Um, yeah, it looks fun. I don't know if I'm going to watch it, because, um, again, I still haven't seen the movie, and I'd rather... I definitely would want to watch the movie first before checking this out. Yeah. Um, But it looks good. I love some of the shots in this, like, you know, just lots of blood um, going on, and just lots of, you know, uh, posh British people get around and, and spy stuff, and, you know, it looks, it looks fun. Hmm. Looks a lot of fun. So, and you've got bloody Giancarlo Esposito because you know I feel like it's just a rule now he has to show up in in because <laughs> he was in a right he was in a trailer last week
1: as well. Yeah, Annabelle.
0: Uh, here he is. No, uh, yeah. Um, Abigail.
1: Abigail. Annabelle. Abigail, something French. Annabelle. There we go. Something. It's, it's all connected.
0: Something en français. Um, it's all
1: connected. Velle vous yes. <laughs>
0: Uh yeah. So I don't really have a lot to say about it. It was a very brief teaser, but uh but it looks like it's going to be a fun time, especially if you're a fan of this franchise. So
1: Yeah. Yeah. If you're a fan of that. Get movie.
0: Yes. Get around it. Mike, um did you have any thoughts on The Gentleman?
1: Well, I haven't seen the movie, and having a look at the poster, uh for some reason it's the fonts giving me um the Kingsman vibes, which is mm. weird. Um <laughs> and knowing Guy Richie, it's all to do with with a brav, a brav and the seedy underbelly brav. It's like yep. all right, mate, silly brav. Guy Richie G'day.
0: Australian. G'day.
1: Um yeah. Uh and yeah apparently a lot of people really enjoyed the gentleman I, um i haven't seen many guy Ritchie stuff, but i know i know he's sort of uh what do you call it he's
0: uh he's- got, he's, a, he's an auteur he has his own style yeah he's, he's like
1: yeah own style and and uh and I've seen, did I see? Yeah, I, I saw he's Aladdin. Didn't, ha, didn't have any Guy Ritchie stuff in it. Was really disappointed. Uh, I, I was hoping for, like, you know, Jason Statham or so, something to come in. It's, yeah. It's like, was it's like, But, no. And that movie's got huge people in it. Mmm. Maybe, maybe a cameo from one of them. Maybe,
0: <laughs> yeah, potentially.
1: Yeah, Hugh Grant's not doing much. Just complaining <laughs> that he's in stuff. You know that? Uh,
0: I, I, I uh, remind me. I think I know what you're talking about. But yeah,
1: it's it's it sort of it's sort of started like um after doing uh. Uh wait, oh, great, great dead air. Thanks, Michael. Um, Dungeons and Dragons. Where it's yeah, like, have you played Dungeons and Dragons? It's like no. It's like oh, that. Do you do you like being here? It's like no, not really. I'm only here to, only here for the money. And he did the same for Wonka. <laughs> it's was like, wow. Did, did you like Did you like being an Oompa It's like no, I didn't. I didn't. I'm only doing doing this to. I'm only doing this uh, to pay for my 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 kids' education. It's like I like this I like this part of uh, you, Grant. Just
2: just <laughs> grumpy old
1: bastard, you Grant. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you do you get that bag?
2: <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Yeah. So uh, <sighs> if there's nothing else on, I'll watch the movie. And if I'm interested, I'll I'll, I'll watch the TV show, but not making any chances. Any... No, that's fair. Yeah. So when's this coming out?
0: Well, we don't have an exact date, but according to uh, Interwebs, uh, it looks like it's coming out in March.
1: That's a bit late. Not for a Netflix trailer. Should come out in February.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it'll come out on the first with Spaceman
1: for competing.
0: Competition. (laughs) Competition. Competition. All right. That's Trailer Park done. We're rolling on out. Yeah. uh, Which means now.
1: Oh, we're flying through this. I like it. I can get a bit early.
0: (laughs) It's time for for the, the moment the section segment
1: the part the the monochrome
0: the, the place
1: the sepia tone
0: this this the spot
1: the italics
0: the thing in the show we like
1: to call popcorn culture slash talking who hey talking who talking who hey We're talking Who. That's what we're doing.
0: That's exactly what we're doing. That was fantastic. We are indeed going to be doing some Doctor Who discussion on popcorn culture. Um, Yes. So uh, for those who uh, need to be brought up to speed, um, I'm in the middle of my first ever watch of uh, New Who all the way through bit late i've seen (laughs) really i have seen random episodes here and there and i obviously if you're if you've been listening to us or watching us for the last few years um i have seen the 13th season and all of the recent specials following um but i've never gone back and from day dot and watched the whole thing so i'm in the middle of doing that and i managed to Thankfully, just barely get up to the (laughs) end of uh, David Tennant's run before um, the uh, 60th anniversary specials kicked off at the end of last year.
1: Through the skin of Um, your
0: teeth. By the skin of my teeth, literally. I think it was like... There was like a day overlap, I think, where I had to like put off watching the first special because I hadn't finished season four (laughs) yet. Um, So talented, am I? Um, But that's okay. So, and uh, yeah, and now... Uh here we are at the start of season five. No more David Tennant. No more Russell T. Davies. Mm. Um yes, yeah, so it's the end of an era, that's for sure. Error, error. Uh the the end of time, as some might Ooh. call it. Oh did I just make a Doctor Who Pun? Um <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I gave you that Yeah, I did. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. Um, yes, yeah, so now, yeah, uh, we're kicking off the Matt Smith run. Uh, Stephen Moffat is now the showrunner. Yes. Uh, yes, and a uh, pretty divisive one, from what I have heard. Um, but for my money, uh, so far with these first two episodes, I'm liking what he's putting down. Yeah. I'm enjoying. I'm enjoying. It's a good. It's a good start. I think. Um, So, yeah, so we're going to discuss episode one, The Eleventh Hour, and episode two, The Beast Below. Um, So, starting with the first episode, I, yeah, I I, I really, yeah, I really enjoyed it. I thought, like, as a, it it really felt like a reboot of the the series, because not only have you got a new Doctor and a new showrunner, you've also got, you know, you've got a new companion, obviously, with Karen Gillan as Amy Pond, um, you've got uh, a whole new theme song. They've redone the theme, and I, I don't like it as much.
2: <laughs> oh, oh, oh!
0: <laughs> um, yeah, I don't like it as much. Um, and they like the the title sequences is interesting as well. The only thing about the title sequence I actually like is how the logo like turns into a Titus.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Like I think I think that's kind of cool. The D in the um, W turns into The D a in the TARDIS. W turns into a TARDIS. Um yeah, I thought that was fun. Um but yeah, so it's it very much feels like it's got a new it's a whole new vibe, um which is really interesting. Um but yeah, Matt Smith's here and I you know I'm a fan of his. I've been a fan of his from watching everything else he's done except Doctor Who, which is the reason he has a career. <laughs> um, well,
1: outside <laughs> so. his career.
0: Outside of, yeah, outside of England, yeah, um the u k uh, yeah, I like him. I like him as the doctor. I think he's very good. He's definitely different from David Tennant and Christopher Eccleston before him. Um, yeah, he's yeah, he's he's good, so, but we'll 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 talk about that him as we go through. um I'm I mean, obviously, I love Karen Karen Gillen. um yeah, she's she's so good. Um, and I'm enjoying, you know, watching her here. Um, her introduction was very interesting. Um, but I like her and, you know, and I, and I like Rory as well. Um, having, having seen Arthur Darville in Legends of Tomorrow, now I get to watch him in Doctor Who. Mm -hmm. Uh, so I'm looking forward to, uh, more of him, um, as well. Um, yeah, but no, overall, this was like, it was very much a, a new very new start to to the to the thing and it was a it was a good story and you know it's world ending of course because it has to be and lots of you know wibbly wobbly timey wimey things going on i see they brought back the phrase um in this episode as well essentially um,
1: stephen moffat started it
0: yeah yeah cuz he used it in um blink yeah yeah so it's technically his phrase I guess and <laughs> keeping it I'm keeping this um yeah so no I think it's a I think yeah I think it's a great first episode uh, on the whole um Mike um this is probably your millionth time watching this no, um, no,
1: no, no. say <laughs> um, sec- oh actually <laughs> no no really um, <laughs> if i'm if I give it a nice guess probably my fifth. Possibly. Um yeah, cool. just because every now and again I sort of rewatch like over and over. Uh so it's probably my, it's, this is probably gonna be my fifth time around. And mm-hmm. yeah, uh I can't really remember what I what I thought uh the first time because I uh, when did it come out? It was like
0: Twenty ten.
1: Twenty ten. So how old was I? I was a young chap. Me one. 21. And I'm still watching Doctor Who. I've n- I haven't grown up. Yeah, this is around about the same time where I I've left high school and finding my own two feet way and and I, I was a young man and still finding the world. So, and this is where I sort of I wouldn't say fallen out of Doctor Who, but I wasn't watching it like, each week, I was sort of doing catch-ups and that because out of all all the new who Matt Smith is, uh, was sort of my, yeah, okay, it's probably not my doctor at the moment, but who knows, maybe next time. It's it's sort of that sort of, it's like, okay, I know the story's going to continue. I might jump jump on properly later on. And uh, this was when uh doctor who was was on iview so i can still watch it on iview and there was also mm. repeats as well uh overall uh new who new showrunner new new production company re- really uh and uh, a lot more money has been thrown at it because because mm. pre- previous uh, a couple of uh, specials where it was going gangbusters, and this is where the era of it being really big in America as well. Like uh, Stephen right. Moffat was definitely pushing it more into, uh, we're going to go more into America audience, audience, and having like panels on on uh, Comic Con and and all that because it was becoming hu- huge and popular, and and thanks to websites like like Tumblr. There, there's it, it, it's definitely got its new fans and uh, people who aren't like me, but uh, the new fans of of going, oh, I love this Doctor thing. This is really cool. What what's going to happen? And yeah, uh, very. It was a good outing, like being like hit the ground running, sort of first introduction of a new Doctor, a new companion new uh villain doesn't really come back spoilers but um yeah and setting up for little bits and pieces that might come up later on um yeah i coming back to it i'm i'm a lot more appreciative this time around because i know the outcome uh because I, I sort of got rubbed up the wrong way it's like it was like really um fish finger custard we we're, we're doing this I know yeah. I know the doctor is a stancrick but I didn't know he's going to be like that. Okay. I'll tolerate it for a bit until season 6. Um but <laughs> who knows. Um yeah, first time seeing Matt Smith and Kerry uh, Kerry Gillian as well. Um I will say I much prefer her as Nebula than I do with Amy Pond, but that will come later when we're dealing with other episodes. And, yeah, uh, let's get into the nitty-gritty of it because I don't want to spoil it right here.
0: No, that's okay. Um, Yeah, I I will say, just talking on um, Amy Pond, um, I I really enjoyed the introduction of her. Um, Like, uh, out of all the companions, the way they've been introduced, not that there's been a whole bunch so far in my watchings, but I, I really like... How she's introduced, like, you know, the doctor, you know, after he regenerates, he comes and he tries to, you know, um, you know, help her with the crack in her wall when she's a kid. Mm. Um, and that's, like, the beginning of the, the actual story of the, not just them coming together, but, you know, the story of the episode. Um, and I really loved that and how, like, I'll be back in five minutes. And... I I shouldn't have fallen for it because of course he wasn't going to be back in five minutes. And then I, and I, but I knew too that like, you know, she said her name was Amelia Pond. I'm like, well, okay, that's Amy Pond. I know who that is. Um, So there's going to be a time jump and uh, yeah. And then the doctor comes back and she's, you know, a a fully grown adult um, and still has that same kind of feistiness that that she did as a kid. Um, which I thought was really cool. Um, but yeah, I just like that introduction of her. I thought it was, I thought it was really cool. Um, and then, but then the one, one thing I've been wanting to ask you actually, Mike. Yes. Um, I think I remember you, I'm pretty sure it was you hmm. saying that you didn't like how, like the doctor is kind of, he doesn't have his shit kind of together here like he doesn't like you know he's the tardis isn't working properly his sonics on the fritz um he has to figure out how to save the world somehow without you know the, the his usual things like he's not like in control of the situation like everything he's on the back foot yeah. the whole time um am i right in remembering that you kind of don't like that I, sort of version mm, of the
1: doctor i don't think it was me because okay like Must be someone lo- else yeah cuz a lot of like uh First Doctor stories, and this is harking back to classic series as well, uh, the first episode is usually the Doctor finding his feet, basically. Mm. And mm-hmm. in order to do that, just like with David Tennant's uh, uh, tenure and first episode, he was pretty much not there for the fir- first uh, two acts of the episode. Um, right. And the companions have to like do what the doctor does and then and then realize oh the doctor's here to save the day sort of thing at the end and yeah that's a way of doing it and this one um he's still finding his way uh nothing's working so he has to use his wits and and mind to actually do it and he saves the day through uh through a USB and a laptop which yeah is what the doctor can do and mm. And by the end he he becomes the doctor and and uh a lot of people like like that fact but i i don't know if it, if that was me or not, but
0: no it might have been someone else maybe I just can't remember um, who
1: it was. I don't know there are some okay. episodes that the doctor doesn't have his shit together, and that that definitely and definitely would be a hindrance i mean deliberately um there are a couple of episodes in the future that would say would say he's over conversating, and then he he definitely realizes like oh I shouldn't do this to other people, like yeah, mm. like there's stories about that. But we're talking about this story, um, yeah. Um, are we still talk- okay? Are we still talking? Yeah, I want to talk about. Amy- are we talking about the relationship between Amy Pond and the Doctor? We can. Yep. Absolutely we can uh, Little easter egg uh, The mm-hmm. little girl playing Amelia Is Kerry Gilligan's real life cousin
0: oh, I'm so glad to hear that Because I'm like They've nailed that casting like.
1: Yeah, They look and, similar yeah. And they definitely act similar Because they, mm. they've they known each other Pretty much all her life and, Yes And I think there's pictures of her now That she looks a lot like, him, looks like Kerry Gilligan at the moment and it's like, yeah, oh, if they ever I do, if they pictures. ever do something like that, then it's like, yeah, and she can come back, maybe, yeah, and be recast, yeah. So that was an interesting tidbit.
0: I like that. Mm. That's great. Um, oh yeah, she very much looks like yeah, Karen Gillan quite a bit. Wow. Sorry. Right. Yeah. Very nice.
1: Um yeah. and so and yeah, I do enjoy the sort of time jump and the sort of uh trickery that you have, it's like who who is this person now? And the mm. doctor's sort of piecing it together. It's like, okay. I've gone for longer than I've meant to. And yeah, I do like that which, story. Uh yeah. I like that it here.
0: Yeah, I like it here too. This is probably the best use of like the time. I will... Oh crap, I I I didn't come back when I thought I would.
1: Uh I'm going to set a little seed here. I like it here.
0: <laughs>
1: okay. <laughs> and I'll just leave it at that.
0: <laughs> good. Good. Um but yeah, no, no. I yeah, I thought I thought that was I thought that was really really cool. Um I like I did enjoy the doctor having to kind of think on his feet and figure out how to like, you know, um what he needs to do and how he needs to do it and trying to convince, you know, uh, Amy of who yeah he is, that he actually is a real, like he's not, she's, he's not her imaginary friend from when she was nine, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. So I thought that was, that was cool. And I, one of the other things on that, I really enjoyed this kind of running, ja- running gag throughout the episode of like, everyone that knows Amy knows about the doctor um, because of how, that one brief encounter when she was a kid changed her life and formed her life in so many ways, and I just love all of like the he's real he's real like yeah. that whole thing throughout it and then especially with with Rory, I thought that was the funniest thing yeah um, the the way he reacted was was just hysterical so yeah I like I like that a lot
1: yeah this is this is some something aspect of doctor who that I, that is very interesting where it's dealing with uh fairy tales as well how the doctor can be that sort of fairy tale of uh, a, a little girl finding some magic in the world and that defines her for the rest of her life because it's magic it's 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 bizarre and it's, this crazy person is trying to find something that they like to eat and and yeah it's sort of Gets ridiculous with with custard and, and fucking fish fingers, but <laughs> <laughs> that's the inconsistency that um, that this doctor I- is doing is very it's very high high energetic and everything even more high energetic than and, than David Tennant, like he was all yeah. rushing around and constantly out of breath <laughs> and <it's> like he, <laughs> one of, one of his um uh, stationary is. <sighs> Is that, uh, but this one yeah. he, he's not our breath because he, he he's because Matt Smith here is like the youngest Doctor ever. He I think he was yeah. like twenty three when he started, like really young. Wow. Yeah, and um. Oh my god. Yeah, and really fresh face and really fresh. Mm-hmm. It's like this is like the youngest uh, Tardis crew, like in in any any form of Doctor Who. Yeah, and. Yeah, and with Rory, this is a character that uh, I have my problems with in later half of this is a good guy and stuff. It sort of becomes ridiculous of how he is treated in later half of uh, of Doctor Who. But that is to be seen and I don't want to spoil much but but and the relationship that uh, he has with Amy and and now Amy has found um, like her childhood again and that sort of triangle is is really a really an interesting take and I'm still uh, I don't want to spoil too much but um th- yeah this is this is a sort of thing that is it's new it's different it's unusual and a lot of people uh some like it some didn't and this is like the start of it and how rory uh is a nurse so he he is and the first see uh, first uh Scene that we see him in, he's being he's being chewed out by the administration, and mm-hmm. uh, and yeah, this that will not be the first, and will not be the last. So he, he is a he is a character that's very that's very uh, downtrodden, but but maybe maybe something will happen. Mm-hmm. And I do I do enjoy Arthur. um uh, was it darville. darville yeah yeah he was mm. what was what was he in league of legends or whatever it's called Le- legends
0: legends of tomorrow
1: yeah don't you've already done a time travel show don't do another one <laughs> it's like matt smith do, doing um fucking terminator it's like no stop doing time travel stop it no don't stop do it, it. <laughs> don't do it it's
0: a trap it's
1: more than time um
0: <laughs> than Jesus Christ. Still <laughs> <laughs> so haven't seen it,
1: and I will never see it.
0: Okay. Ever. You keep telling yourself that.
1: I won't. I'm not even going to watch Tron 4 when it comes out. Tron 3. Tron 3, yeah. He's in that. Yes, I know. Stop giving this man work. Because <laughs> he's bad. He's it.
2: He's
0: not a he's not a bad actor. That's the pro. It's it's, it's just he was not good in good- one
1: film and that's it. And which one film is that? Obviously, *Doris Day's Club*.
0: Have you not seen *Requiem for a Dream*? Why? Ah, I'm not. I'm not getting into defending Charlie. I like American
1: Psycho.
0: Yeah, American Psycho is good
1: because he gets fucking killed.
0: (laughs) God, if nineteen-year-old Kendall was here right now, she'd be very upset.
1: I like him in 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 Fight Club.
0: Yeah, because he gets his face beaten. Jesus Christ. Anyway, we're not talking about Jared Leto.
2: Okay. Um, I
1: like him in Gucci. Was he good in Gucci? I, I can't remember. No, it was, was it really it was him? <laughs> Act was in the really same him? fucking movie, sir. Anyway.
2: <laughs> anyway.
0: Anyway. I think he's good. Um. So yes, this uh, yeah first episode. The story basically yes. There's a crack in time and space. That uh somehow allows uh this character known only as Prisoner Zero to mm. escape from his uh, said prison uh that is guarded by the Atraxy. Um and uh basically when we cut to modern day, um prisoner of Zero finally gets out out properly and the Atraxy become aware of this and they're like, Cool, we're gonna incinerate everyone on Earth if you don't give him up. Um, so so that's the uh that is the dilemma. <laughs> that is going on. Um so that's that's really interesting. I like Prisoner 0 as a villain in this episode um because he has the ability to take on you know different forms um via a psychic link and I love how that kind of was brought into the uh story um like as a way for the doctor to defeat um defeat Prisoner 0. I thought that was very very clever. Um, so, yeah, I really, really liked that. And I liked how it, like, that's how he was able to figure out a way to get the Atraxi's attention by talking about how, you know, um, you know, Rory was taking photos of all the patients that Prisoner Zero was impersonating. Um, and that's how he used his phone to, you know, get their attention. Um, yeah, I thought, I thought it was really cool. I liked the plot and the story and yeah, the villain was great and, and sufficiently creepy in parts, and um, and yeah, and then you know, Olivia Coleman's here. So, wait, wait, uh, wait, wait, wait. Oscar <laughs>
1: wait, wait, winning what? Olivia Coleman <laughs> is in this episode.
0: Yes, yeah. yes. <laughs> Oscar winner Olivia Coleman uh, is uh, credited as mother yeah. in this episode. She's a coma patient. Um and, uh, yeah, gets to act as Prisoner Zero uh, during the, the main climax uh, of the story, which is cool. And it was, yeah, she had a lot of fun with it, playing, you know, a pretty sinister uh, villain who's just like, I'm not giving myself up. Fuck all of you. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I'll yeah, crush so... this
1: planet into dust.
0: Into dust. Sinister. Yeah. 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 Um what did you think of Prisoner Zero and the uh the the, the conflict in this, this episode?
1: Yeah. Um I like the introduction of something new, different. Mm. But but um I also like like synergy as well. If the mm-hmm. uh the traxy, uh Atraxy, sorry, uh, was uh uh was maybe the because we still have that in the universe. Yes. And so you could sort of say, okay, it's the Judoon trying to find pa- uh, um uh patient zero. Uh prisoner zero. Um and also pres uh President Zero fucking oh god. Uh Prisoner Zero uh could have been could have been a Zygon, which is from Classic Who as well, which is also a shape-shifter shif- that has to have the body as well. Hello? Question. Mm. Um, You mentioned the
0: Jadoon. Uh, in the episode, um, uh, the 11th Doctor mentions the Shadow Proclamation. Yeah. And that's, that's to do with the Jadoon, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I wonder why they didn't... Uh...
1: I don't know. Maybe... Mm. I don't know, uh, Stephen Moffat uh, probably just wrote, okay, I want something new, I want something different. I don't know, a giant eyeball. That's that's weird and different. Yeah,
0: that uh, was weird and different for sure.
1: Yeah. There's going to be a lot mm. of that uh, Stephen Moffat's weird and different. It's like, well, mm. you could have done the same thing here and maybe. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of that. But, yeah, Um but you don't you don't get that cool line of uh, of the doctor basically threatening them at the end. It's like all I can say mm. is run. It's like good line. I, I do like that line. Yeah. And and it yeah. sums up this particular doctor, like sure he's a clown that loves bow ties for some reason. And <laughs> uh but he he can he he can turn on the dime of that sinister sort of aspect that the doctor can have. It's like I, it's like you know, I can I can enjoy myself by seeing you suffer, and I say mm-hmm. and, I can, and I still love that sort of di- 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 dilemma that the doctor can have. Like it can uh, he can be an evil character as well, like teetering on the edge mm-hmm. if, if need mm-hmm. be. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so I and the yeah, and I liked the um, uh, the sort of uh, the sort of um, biology when it comes to um, the sort of representing a different form, especially if you have two mouths and you don't know which one is like that, that's that's kind of cool. I kind of like that, and then you can have like little children like talking like evil. It's like, I, I, I enjoy that sometimes. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's a lot of fun. A lot of fun.
1: Always, always fun to, see, to have children scary. Scary children. Always. children yeah. Children I really,
0: scary. children can be scary. I really liked how, um, there was that constant reference to like, you know, the doctor's like, oh, you've gotten it a bit mixed up. You're not doing it right. Like just acknowledging, like, I know what you're doing and I see what you're trying to do and you're not doing it well. And then later on, When Olivia Coleman is Prisoner Zero, she acknowledges, like, oh, I've got the voices the wrong way around again, haven't I? Like, you know, I just, I thought that was kind of fun. Whoops.
1: Whoops. Yeah. Whoopsie poopsie. Whoopsie poopsie.
0: -poopsie.
1: Yeah. And then essentially doing the, uh, the, uh, uh, what's it called? The Arabian Night uh, 101 stories of the genie of. Tricking the genie into, yeah, a, um, fighting against itself. It's always it's always a fun sort of little gimmick of you you're doing a good impression of yourself. As mm. a, surely you would have a fail safe with that. Surely, so, but it's almost the end of the episode. We need to keep on going. We
0: need to keep on going. <laughs> yes. Um. Yeah. No. I. I. I don't have much more to say about this episode other than yeah, it was just a great. Beginning. Yeah.
1: To so, Smith. so after watching, will you watch more?
0: <laughs> will I watch more? Hmm. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes. Exciting. Yes, I will. Okay. And now for the final thing. Um, the Doctor finally gets a new TARDIS interior. Yes. And goes off for two years, apparently.
0: Yes. Yes. He goes away. Um, another one of those. I'll be right back, and then two years have passed.
2: Yeah.
0: Um. And then yeah. And then when he comes back, it's uh. You know, we're at this. It's. I can't remember. Is it the start of the next episode when he comes back, and it's been two years, or does he come back at the end of the first episode? The
1: first episode.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Where? Yes.
1: Where he comes back, Amy is uh, in her ninety. Yes. And, and that follows on to the next episode. And we and we have to see that she leaves and leaves the night of her wedding.
0: Yeah, she's about to marry Rory, I'm guessing. Ooh. Um,
1: ooh. Two years, two years, maybe. Two
0: years. A lo- lot lo could happen in
2: two I'm years. I'm not
1: going to spoil it for you. No. Nah. But either way, does she have doubts? <laughs> if you l- wow. if, if you leave. The night of your wedding. Knowing that you can come back the roughly at the same time.
0: Yeah. But also knowing that the Doctor has a habit of not returning when he says he can.
1: Yeah. Or, or will. Impulse. Very weird impulse for Amy Pond. Mm. And, and having a joyride with, uh, <laughs> with a, a childhood uh, dream, basically. And... And I, I saw you looking when he was changing. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
0: Yeah. Why are we doing this again?
1: First time. <laughs> this is first time.
0: <laughs> This is the first time. Welcome, Are first time. You sure? Time. <laughs> <Welcome>. Well, <laughs> no, my my first time. My yeah, first
1: time. I I don't think I don't think Rose was sort of like copying a look. It's like you you can sort of have an inkling that there was like romant- no
0: Rose no yeah Rose Rose and the Doctor that like like I think you were about to say romantic like it's definitely more of a it goes into a romantic thing. It's not a I'm attracted to you thing immediately. It's yeah. It they, develops over time, I think.
1: Well, she so sort of well, yeah. The first time think thinking, like it's like, ooh. Mm. <laughs> He's got a nice bod. Hmm, <laughs> this person that I met as a child. Yeah.
0: Yeah, but yeah, for yeah, for A for, for Amy Pond, yeah. Um
1: This is this is the sort of nuggets that I have I do have problems with of... There is going to be a lot of characters that first meet the Doctor, women, and they 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 want a piece of him. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. So, you know, it's it's interesting because I was just I just flashed back to like, I. I'm being a bit of a hypocrite because I really really enjoyed what they were doing with um thirteen and Yaz. Yes. Hmm. I really liked that. Mostly because of the the queer representation. Yeah. Um which is important. But um I feel like I am being a hypocrite if I'm no, loving that. You didn't and know. Then...
1: You you can have a passion no, no, know. not, not knowing. And True. and I <laughs> I was sort of dancing around the, the idea. I was like, well, I've sort of seen this before and I understand it is like representation and it's always good to have representation, but we have seen it before and I don't particularly like it. <laughs>
2: um,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I am I feel different about it now.
1: Yeah, and the reason that's, that's why so I, I like Donna because they... They yeah, same. Purposely, like, flat out said, this is not going to be romantic,
2: at yeah.
0: all. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. No, I. Yeah, I definitely prefer. Like, as much as I love Yaz and thirteen, I. Yeah, I definitely prefer the Doctor and and his compa- companion when they are just that, a companion. Mm. Yeah. You know. Bring back um, the classic too.
2: Yeah. Nothing better. So I poo. did, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so than I did
0: find poo. it. I did find it a bit much that she was kind of fawning over him like very obviously while he was changing and I'm like
1: eh. this is the first episode
0: yeah this is episode 1 okay i don't know if this is setting a tone
1: this is setting a seed
0: this is oh god oh god,
1: god, god indeed as Strap i said in. as i said with matt smith era expect a lot of horniness
0: Great. yeah
1: this, Horny is, doctor. this is where Tumblr was going. Yeah. <laughs> play into the fact. It's like we're all here. We're
0: all here.
1: So so, second episode.
0: Second episode, yes. We're we're in episode two. Episode two. Um,
1: the most un the-, the most episode that people don't tend to go back to. Oh,
0: okay. Well yeah. It, yeah. The beast the beast below is the name of the episode. Um I'm interested in, in, in why that is, because I I liked this episode. Yeah. I think it's a good episode.
1: Yeah. First time okay. viewing. Um, People going, oh, okay. Uh, yeah. So for, first time viewing. Uh, Doctor goes uh, further into the future where the nation of England is now uh, flying across space. Mm-hmm. Uh, like the sort and the the story of the generational ship, where they they're, they're mm-hmm. not floating like with uh, in cryo or anything like that. No, not passengers here. We're not we're not no. doing uh, Chris Pratt opening uh, being the only one on board and op- who was it? Was Scarlett Johansson or was it?
0: It was Jennifer Lawrence.
1: Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah. yeah it it's not that it's it's no. it's a generational where every generation is on is on board and they you know they live their life like going from one, one area to the other reason mm-hmm. i don't can't remember um yeah and the doctor lands and sort of cyberpunky sort of a- aspect and yeah and uh political issues involved
0: yes Mm. yes 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 i yeah no i i enjoyed this episode because i i I thought the writing on it was really really good how things clicked and how things were referenced and and come came together and you know like every a lot of the stuff that you might think is just either exposition or backstory or offhand comments like gets brought back around by the end to count for something Mm. um so i thought i thought that was really really cool and you know and then just you know the just the whole idea of this episode being sort of a trolley problem situation as well um was really kind of fascinating um but but yeah like i don't know like i like these you know futuristic episodes where it's you know a companion for the first time seeing what the future is is like and you know having you know i liked amy having that moment of i've been dead for hundreds of years you know and then her thinking about her wedding if she went through with it and then you know we see that moment where the thing tells her her marital status and it says data unconfirmed or whatever it says um because her life is still it to be be written yeah yeah yeah
1: i will say uh it is the 33rd century
0: Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So well over a thousand years um, after
1: after us, the United uh, King—I've got the wiki up here. The United Kingdom citizens, uh, bracket apart from the Scottish, close bracket, (laughs) Uh, (laughs) live on board Starship UK.
0: Starship UK. Yes. Yes. Um, Which is uh, seems to be policed by um, these Smilers. I think is what they're called. Smilers. Um they're creepy um you know, sort of marionette almost figures uh in these like, you know, um Smilers, very much your old yeah. school fun house like glass cases.
1: Yeah, the Um The Big Machine from the movie Big.
0: Mm, hmm yes, that exact, that exact one. Mm. Um, so that was kind of fun, and I love this whole, you know, aspect of, like, you know, they have, they may only have, look like they have two faces, but they actually have three faces, and they just rotate them out. Um, yeah, I thought that was, that was a bit of fun. They didn't really get explained in the end, because when you find out what's going on,
1: yeah,
0: they don't. They're the one. They're the only part I think of everything that happens that don't get explained, and I, and that doesn't bother me at all. But um, I just found it interesting.
1: Yeah, and they don't really do much on the other no, scheme the, of things. Yeah.
0: No, they don't. You could probably take them out of the plot and it wouldn't affect
1: anything. Yeah.
0: Um. Yeah, they're kind of there to just be creepy. <laughs> yeah. I think. Yeah. So, something for the um, kids
1: to be scared of. Yeah. Which yeah, is essentially which is what fine. Doctor Who is for. Scare kids,
0: yeah, scare the kids, I mean, oh, you know, good. this episode starts with poor kids getting scared because, you know go down that poor boy gets down into the belly of the beast that <laughs> um, we don't we we don't know at the time, um, but yeah, yeah, no, it's 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 good, like you know, and this whole I like this whole thing of um, you know, once you get to a certain age, you get to find out what's actually running the ship, what's actually going on, the real story. And then once you learn the real story, you can choose to forget it, or you can choose uh, to protest. And if you protest, you will get uh, eaten by the beast.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> Manufactured consent.
0: Yeah. Um, and, you know, no, it, it seems to be that 99% of people pick uh, forget uh, based on what they were saying. But I really kind of like that, it's, it's a kind of a horror dystopian thing of, like, this something really bad has happened. Something really bad's going on. What is it? And the, the mystery of that. So I really liked how that was kind of amplified by this whole forget and protest thing. And, you know, um, that, was, that was fun. And then, like, just trying to figure out who the real bad guys are in this story, you know, was, was an interesting game as well. Because then, of course, you meet Liz... Liz Ten. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it's
1: glad. Was, I'm so glad that there's cool. still a monarchy in the next hundred or in so the fir- years. In the
0: yeah, in the 33rd century.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that's that's yeah, cool, cool, cool.
0: Yeah, and I'm sure they love the fact that she's she's black as well.
1: This is humble beginnings of the internet. There, there wasn't really. People screaming woke, but you know, if it was done, you can't do this to, do this today. Otherwise, if people were complaining. It's like, oh, so this is a alternative future if uh, if uh, you know Megan Megan Markle was still in the family. Yes, yeah. if she was still in the family, and everyone, um... everyone advocated except for Harry. He got the last laugh. Ha ha.
2: Mm.
1: (laughs) And he became (laughs) in line to the throne. Oh
2: boy.
0: Oh, Um, (laughs) wow.
1: Yes. I would love to see Megan Marco on the $5 note. Yeah.
2: It'll
1: piss my mum off. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, mum. You tried, but I'm not a royalist. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, so we meet uh, Liz 10.
0: Yes, we meet Liz Ten. Yes, and also yeah, an interesting character. If
1: we're going, if, if we're going to what would arc up like people, uh, she has mm-hmm. a northern accent as well. That would completely mm. piss people off. It's like no, the Queen, the the, the the monarchy is not Scouse. How dare
2: you? How dare you? <laughs> How dare you?
0: <laughs> Yeah, it's great. No, she's she's great. She's a firecracker. I like her. Um, you know, she was a bit ominous at first, the way she's introduced, just sitting there on the ground in her lovely velvet cape and cloak, and there's just all these glasses on the floor, and you're like, what the fuck is this? Um, yeah, she's a very interesting character, and you kind of think she's going to be the villain, because um, you're like, what the fuck's going on? And then, yeah, and then she turns out... Turns out, a she's not the villain, and then b it also turns out she's um,
1: she is a lot older than she thought, and she forgets.
0: Yeah, she is technically the villain, um, and she did make herself forget about it. And then, yeah, she's like also hundreds of years older than she thought she was, um, which was very interesting as well.
1: Um, Mega Marco's yeah, what it?
0: Did- Mega Marco's granddaughter.
1: <laughs> um, what did you think? Oh my god. Oh God! The, fir- the first kid is is named after the Queen, Elizabeth.
0: Yeah, L- little, little bit.
1: Little bit. Maybe it was lost in translation. Maybe it was Megan Marlowe's daughter all along. Oh my God! Doctor Who.
2: Doctor Who predicted the future. Predicted the future. Oh my God! Oh my God! <laughs> <laughs> anyway,
1: yes.
0: Yes. What did you think of the um the story in this episode?
1: Uh, looking back at it, I was watching it. Yeah, I was twenty one, so I, I I'm not as um, politically savvy as I was back then. And mm-hmm. back then, I didn't I uh, I haven't read 1984 yet. And this this definitely has elements of 1984 of mm. of mm-hmm. uh, of those sort of elements that you have where people don't know the what's really happening they're saying oh there's a war out there it's like no there's not really a war it's just people trying to keep it down but it's it's more it's more um uh not in the bad way but dumbing it down for for like a a younger audience to understand well of doing a political story without being too heavy handed Uh and all to do with um trying to uh if you forgot that what your decision was do, is it really your fault or anything like that and you mm. can definitely see it with mm-hmm. um how the doctor sort of reacts w- with that by um the recording from Amy Pond and when she found out and yeah i don't remember doing that and
0: i want to yeah i want to have a discussion about that
1: yeah yeah First, sort At some of point crack in the armor. Um, mm. and with the story, and with the overarching story of Elizabeth, uh, Liz 10, yeah, it's sort of weird because it sort of um cuts the uh message in half if you're trying to do a message of the same thing. Um, it's like something has to be it's the it's the trolley problem as well Sure, Mm. if you stop doing this then everyone will die supposedly yeah Mm. uh but if we let this happen then a lot of people would survive and by the end it didn't really matter so this story doesn't Mm. really matter and that's why i didn't really like it and i sort of still don't okay it's like a story that didn't have to happen I think the the main crux of it is pretty much the relationship between the doctor and and Amy and what is mm. happening there. So mm-hmm. in a way, it's sort of a non-story where it could have had more potential, in a way. And this okay. this is sort of what uh, the only sort of politically um, motivated story that Stephen Moffat tried to do. Otherwise, everything was sort of like fairy tales and. And everything like that. A lot of people were thinking, well, this is sort of a, a Russell T Davies sort of story. Because he does mm-hmm. dive into the sort of um, uh, neo political sort of take that he has, especially with all mm-hmm. his stuff that he's done outside of Doctor Who. Um, yeah. And that's why I saw it's sort of the least uh, episode that people go back to because it... It doesn't really add anything except for a little shot at the end of the uh, of the um, of the crack, uh, mm, as well as mm-hmm. setting up for the next episode as well, where we get to meet yeah. a historically accurate person in real life.
0: Yes, yes, we do. Which we'll we'll get to that little bit. Uh, at the end um yeah no fair enough because i mean like when amy figures out um how to you know how to save everything and she takes a risk takes a chance because she you know as confident as she is she's very confident you know the doctor does make a point to say you could have just killed everybody um yeah you know but then but then you know, she explains it to him, makes him see and understand what she sees and understands. And I, that was one of the things I at earlier, like that whole, that whole thing of him talking about being, you know, the last of the Time Lords and, you know, how this, this, this space whale is the last of its kind, um, you know, so therefore it's, 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 it's willingly subjecting itself to this because it wants to help. It wants to save people um like the doctor. Yeah. Um so that's how Amy knew. I thought I just thought that was really nice. And it's I mean, yeah, to your point, it's it's it, it the story definitely serves to propel the Amy and Doctor story and like bring them closer together, bond them, help them to understand each other and kinda of help us understand their relationship and understand Amy, um, as we get to know her. So um yeah, because yeah, like literally, if they'd just done it, if if someone had just had the guts to one day go, um, you know, abdicate, if Liz had actually just gone, I'm going to abdicate, then everything would have been fine. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But, so like we- they were need- they were needlessly torturing this thing.
1: Yeah, and with that, she <laughs> yeah. sort of acted like without the knowledge being underground, so therefore surely there's sort of someone pulling the strings and obviously there there isn't one. No. And it's sort of, uh, it. it's like playing a game of telephone of who's really in charge. It's sort of like the memento sort of thing as well. And they so- mm. could have done more with that to make it a more grounded story, in my opinion. But I am very, I, I will admit, I am very harsh when it comes to Doctor Who. And for a first time yeah. viewer, you you can watch it. it's a bit of fun. But I tend to <laughs> I know like I know what I like, and I and I like what I not like.
0: Yes. Yeah. Well, so. speaking of speaking of not liking things, oh, um, okay. I well, it's not like I didn't like it, but I just thought it just kind of took me by surprise. It didn't click. And, um, the. <laughs> Don't know how I feel about the doctor when things got a bit, a bit heated. When he started, like he just went straight to insulting Amy and to doubting her and criticizing her, and, and then straight to I'm, I'm going to have to do a bad thing in order to save these people. Um, I mean that part I can accept a bit more because you know. We've talked about it before. We've seen it before the way the doctor has to kind of make these choices that kind of lean into a bit of a dark side. Um, Sometimes, I mean, this is in terms of him, like choosing to make this whale a vegetable. um, It's definitely a lighter choice compared to some of the other things he's done um, that, that I've seen so far myself uh, in terms of, you know, especially Mm. David Tennant's doctor. Um, But but really, the way he kind of turned on Amy in this moment um, and saying it was her fault, even though she didn't remember, like, you should have... Like, how dare you not inform me of something? I should be told... Like, you need to tell me what's going on, blah, blah, blah. Like, how could you do this? Um And, you know, and then the fact that she'd recorded herself saying, don't tell the doctor, you guys need to get out of here. Leave immediately. Like... um but yeah, it was 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 interesting. But yeah, I didn't really like how like this is their first proper, well, second adventure. I, set, I suppose technically, but just the mm. two of them in space in the future. And he was just very harsh. I didn't, I didn't like that very much. I thought it was a bit too soon for that kind of abruptness. Mm, yeah, that kind of rage, that kind of rage from the Doctor. Like I've seen it before, and it's fine. But it just it, it felt very ah oh, okay. That's a bit. I think you might have crossed the line there, buddy. Um. I don't know. Did how did, did that sit okay with you, or did we? Because you, you were just like, well, this is just part of who the doctor is, or, or did it kind of take you aback as well?
1: Uh, a little bit. I mean, putting it in the position of the second story and how this, essentially, the doctor's only known Amy for, dare I say, two days. To be yeah. to be like generous, and mm-hmm. yeah, and so. Uh, Amy knows the doctor pretty much all her life. She she is the girl waiting, of course, and yes, always waiting, always the bright, always, always bright. And um, we didn't really talk about her her occupation either.
0: Uh, the kissogram thing, yeah. I was just going to ignore it.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: I don't know if I want to talk about it. To yeah. be honest. I mean, it's fine. Each to their
2: own. Yeah, I, okay.
0: but I also don't know if it's appropriate for the show. But anyway, it's fine. It's fine. I don't want to touch it.
1: Gets worse. Um, right. <laughs> um Yeah, it it doesn't come up ever again, really. But, yeah. Okay. Okay. Great. It's Good. like, and that's the reason why it's sort of out of left field. It's like, well, you're not going to do anything with it. Okay. You do you, Moffat. Strong, independent woman.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay, it's
1: cool. It's like watching Josh, cool. Josh Whitney right. again. Um. Anyway, yeah. uh. Yeah. So the the relationship is on the rocks. Like after the second outing, and yeah, it, mm-hmm. it 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 shouldn't have been here. It should have been like, of course, later on. Focus, damn you. Um, and. Yeah, it, it was it, it was jarring, like, and it still is sort of jarring. It's like, and I know what's happening at in the future, and I know where the Doctor is coming from, from the past. Yeah. But being the second outing of the Doctor as well, it's it it's still it's still like a, a teething problem at the moment, and uh, and yeah, and some things don't really make sense yet. So I can't really explain explain it too much. Uh, okay, a, and I don't know. You probably have a, a a good instinct of yeah, this doesn't feel right. Doesn't feel normal. Mm, maybe they should have done something different. And uh, and have yeah, and it's sort of weird that the doctor does this with a sort of uh, a flash in the pan episode of Doctor Who. So that's why people don't really tend to go back to it because it's sort of weird right and but dare I say it's the first um utterance of Geronimo well, no second right okay he, he says he says his catchphrase is Geronimo in this
0: okay so that's that is that his l on z yeah, 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 okay, Geronimo.
1: Cool. He says it. He says it uh, at the end of, of uh, what's the episode of the generation? That one between uh, ten and eleven. Is it? It's the last line that he says, "Geronimo," and then uh, crushing him. Yes, banning. yes, yes. So yeah. yes, that's right. So that's the setup. And he says again, in yeah. in the belly of the beast. Yes, because he's taking her a chance, and therefore it doesn't make sense that. Well, you can take a chance. Why can't your companion? There's no mm-hmm. trust there yet. Hmm. Don't
0: know. Yeah. Yeah. True. Yeah. It's a. It's an interesting choice, isn't it? Um, yeah. Well, I'm. I'm looking forward to how it's gonna. Things are going to continue. Um, sounds like there's going to be some interesting uh, discussion.
1: Mm-hmm. And around... revelations and everything.
0: And revelations around the Doctor and, and Amy um, and whatnot. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know what else there is to really discuss. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, the episode ends with, uh, yeah, as we mentioned, you know, Amy saves the day and her and the doctor have that really nice, sweet, tender moment and, and then we're off to the next with, um, you know, the phone in the TARDIS ringing and, and, uh, I, I really liked that scene of, mm-hmm. um, Amy picking up the phone and I just really liked the way that the doctor was telling her to speak to, you know, the person on the phone and, and how she was doing it and then, you know. Like the whole like, uh, the the prime minister's on the phone with you. Which prime minister? Uh, the British one. Which British prime minister? Like that whole banter was was quite funny.
1: We're in a time machine. Be specific. Be
0: specific. <laughs> yeah. Um, Boris Johnson. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Boris Johnson. Oh God. It's in the future. Um, <laughs> it's in the future. I can't I, liked, uh, I
1: think it's. I think it was still Blair. I mean, this is
0: twenty ten. Would it have been Tony Blair still?
1: I'll oh, look it up. What was your last thoughts? <laughs>
0: um, yeah, well, you know, we get our set up for next episode. Um, Winston Churchill um, and uh, the Daleks are coming back, so yeah, uh, yeah, I'm very curious as to how that unfolds. I know it's a time travel show, so obviously there's some time travelness going on with the Daleks here uh i would say um or just you know they just happen to be here and this is a part of the, the doctor's story yeah. it's like well when i was the 11th doctor i went back in time and there were daleks uh getting involved with the military and world war Two, and yeah interesting
1: yeah I think you. I'm looking forward to it. I think you enjoy this one. Uh, dare Good. I say it's Phil's favorite because it's war, wartime, and it's Daleks. Yes, <laughs> yes,
0: yes. I bet, I bet he loves this episode.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. Release date, release date, April, because it was a cha- It was a changeover episode. Uh, ooh, ooh, ooh. It's between. Ooh. two. It's it's between two. Okay, tenth of April was it. Uh, it's June. Really? Ah, it was Gordon Brown. Oh, okay. Yeah, the last um Labour prime minister. And to oh, wow. the complete tyranny of the Tories, where they go through one, two, three, four, five. this year, this years. year is um uh england's uh, uh election year as well so
0: oh great so much who are you fun. voting for <laughs> <coughs> i am voting to protest um,
1: <laughs> lib dems
0: <laughs> um yeah. Um, no, it's good setup for the next episode. I enjoyed this episode. I understand why you don't like this episode as much, or people <laughs> wouldn't have enjoyed this episode as much. It definitely wasn't perfect. Um, but um but no, I, I appreciated it for what it was. Yeah. So
1: And that's yeah. and that's it's yours. People like episode like different episodes and it's it's all valid, it's all it's all things. Yeah. I that's can't take very... that away from
0: you. Good, thank you. I really I like that uh, that standpoint.
1: Yeah, I mean, a lot of people like the um, Matt Smith era, and I hmm. I have my problems with it, but it doesn't it doesn't say oh you're stupid, you're stupid, you don't know Doctor Who. I was there from the be- no, not really there from the beginning. I was in <laughs> the wondrous years. I was watching VHSs of it. God damn it! <laughs> I remember a time where there wasn't any Doctor Who. <laughs> Yeah,
0: (laughs) you lived in the Dark Ages.
1: You know, we we had we had Paul McGann, and that was it.
0: (laughs) Paul McGann, one time. Yeah,
1: in a way, Paul McGann is like the longest-serving Doctor Who.
2: Yeah, true.
1: And he and he only did one thing, well, live action. I also I also count the um, countless uh, audio dramas that that he's done.
0: Yeah, cool. Yeah, Nice. Alright, well, that's it for me. Unless, Mike, you have anything else to say about The Beast Below?
1: No, just... Uh, don't need to see it again. <laughs> uh, unless I'm doing a run-through. It's like, oh yeah, this episode. I'll, I'll just yes, be on my phone for a bit. Yeah, that's fine.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Focus. Fair enough. Focus.
0: Focus. Alright, uh, that'll do it then for... Um, our Popcorn Culture, our discussion of Doctor Who, Series 5, Episodes 1 and 2, yeah. The 11th Hour, and The Beast Below. And uh, what was it Olivia Coleman said? Silence will fall?
1: Yeah, that's a setup. For... That is
0: a setup. Mm-hmm. And I feel feel like it's got something to do with the crack. The mm. cracks that keep appearing maybe everywhere.
1: Ma- maybe multiple things. Multiple things,
0: yeah. yes. We'll find out. Which is
1: kind of weird coming from a character that we don't see ever again. Yeah. And why do they know this knowledge?
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's uh, just Moffat being Moffat, I It's me.
1: just Moffat. Yeah. <laughs> it's just Moffat being Moffat. It's like, yeah. ooh, mysterious. <laughs> this is this is my question box.
0: Yeah, my mystery box. Yeah. Here you go. Please don't ruin the it. Silence will fall. <laughs> silence. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um you, cool. you, you I, I think you enjoy the ride. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. It's <laughs> going to be fun. It's going to be fun. Um yeah, cool. Thanks uh everyone for uh watching and listening. Hope you enjoyed that discussion. We'll be back next week for more uh Doctor Who um discussion. Um I continue it. on. Yes, yes. So I love I. talking
1: about Doctor this Who th- even stuff that I don't like.
0: Yeah, good. <laughs> Which is weird. True fan.
1: (laughs) True fan. I'm the only fan. (laughs) (laughs) No one's a fan like me. (laughs) Gatekeeper. I'm the gatekeeper. Uh, (laughs) (laughs)
2: Uh,
1: (laughs) Doctor Who's always been woke. Yes. Anyway.
0: Anyway. Um, Yeah, that's all the show. We've got a show. But before we go, I will mention, uh, as I mentioned that earlier... Um, because I've got some things to plug. Yeah. Um Can't wait. which is really cool. Um, yeah, so Wayne and I, uh the wonderful Wayne Stellini and myself have been back in the Fred Shed uh recording some fearsome Fridays um over the summer. Uh we've got two under the belt. Um we've done uh Friday the thirteenth, part seven. Yeah. Um which is which was a lot of fun. Um uh, <laughs> Um and then uh just this week we recorded um an episode uh, on uh, Nightmare on Elm Street 4 ah. Dream Master.
1: And finally yes. I can say it. How did he get into that waterbed?
2: Yeah, <laughs> how did he get into that
1: waterbed? I don't understand. Took me right out of the movie.
0: Yeah, it <laughs> was a I I liked it. It was a good kill. <laughs> it was a good kill, but it was it it does kinda go wait how? a second. Because <laughs> some of this is based in the real world. Um, so how did he get in the bed anyway? In it's the, fine.
1: And he ended up in the real world in his bed. In
0: the, in the bed, yeah. Okay. Uh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, those podcasts um I believe are both up now. Or they're about to be up if they're not already I think
1: I think the Friday thirteenth uh, one is up
0: okay, the Friday thirteenth one is up, so go check that out um in the Fred feed and let us know what you think um and then yeah nightmare in Elm street four will be coming soon then yeah um yes, um so stay tuned um i why I liked one better than the other that's all I'll say <laughs> um one of these <laughs> things
1: just ain't like the others <laughs>
0: But until until then, until until we've got more show, that's it, we're done. Signing off. Ready, Mike?
1: Yes. A
0: one, One, a a two, two, a three. Three. And that That
1: was a podcast podcast called called Fred.
0: Fred. So remember to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for the latest Fred
1: content. If you like to listen to Freddy Alien, you can find us on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. If you like to watch Fred the Alien, you can head on over to our YouTube channel. That's www.youtube.com slash Fred the Alien Productions. All one word. And if you are on Twitch right now, give us a follow. And if you're on the YouTube, you know. Subscribe and ring the bell icon so you can be up to date with all our stuff.
0: Yes, please do. I've been a Kendall Richardson.
1: And I'm the bow tie hating Michael Lister.
2: <laughs> and, and
1: you, you just, just experience a podcast, podcast. called oh, Fred. Fred. Remember to eat beef. Ah, Freddy lives, Loki dies, the doctor is in, and happy birthday. Tom Baker turning 90.
0: Whoa. Well,
1: indeed.
0: Wow, happy birthday to one of the greatest to ever do it.
1: Mmm, one of the greatest. (laughs) Hot take. Tom Baker was overrated. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> look after yourself and your mental health
0: yes please do thanks for watching and listening laters gators
2: <clears throat> and, and
1: see
2: no.